The deep state is planning to eliminate cash and force you to use central bank digital currencies. And this is basically a recipe for global slavery. Stay tuned and we'll tell you more. You've probably been hearing more and more about so-called central bank digital currencies lately. They're finally coming out of, out of the closet on this. We've been warning you about it here at The New American for many, many years. In fact, we'll go through some of those articles that we did over the years um, shortly. But um, it is now really moving into overdrive. Uh, it's happening very, very quickly. Um, I want to show you first that this is a critical part of the Great Reset, right? They want everything digital. They want to move everything online where it can be tracked, monitored, censored, where the AI can uh, uh, process everything and where you can be made into a total digital slave. Uh, and so the, the Great Reset really is in, in large part about moving everything into the digital world. Uh, as Klaus Schwab explained, it's the fusion of our digital and our biological identities. It's at the end what, what the fourth industrial revolution will lead to is a fusion of our physical, our digital, and our biological identities. They, they were very proud of this early on in the COVID pandemic when they announced the Great Reset. They were just so thrilled with how fast everything was moving online. Here's the head of the IMF, who, of course, is helping to lead the push for a one world currency for turning the, the IMF special drawing rights into a one world currency. Listen to her talk about how great uh, this uh, win was for the digital economy because of COVID. History would look at this crisis as the great opportunity for reset. Secondly, we know the digital economy is the big winner of this crisis. Uh, and of course, Klaus Schwab pointed out that it was really perfect timing. In fact, if COVID had happened even just a few years earlier, it wouldn't have been possible to move everything online. COVID-19, if anything, has accelerated this ongoing industrial revolution. If COVID had happened even 10 years ago, we could not have imagined moving entire companies, schools, and government offices so fast online. Today, that is a reality. The fourth industrial revolution has become a reality. So this war on cash, this push for a cashless society, uh, began a long time ago, um, long before they started announcing openly these CBDCs. Uh, back on uh, July 4th in 2014, uh, we did an article at The New American warning about this effort to create a slave state using a cashless society. Our, our article was called Establishment Pushing Cashless Society to Control Humanity. How did we know that was the agenda so long before they started telling everybody? Well, it was pretty obvious if you were paying attention to what was going on. Now, the government in Sweden, in Canada, Belgium uh, were rapidly, rapidly moving toward uh, cashless society. Before that, uh, in fact, two years before that, uh, we reported again at The New American about the birth of this so-called Better Than Cash Alliance, uh, this global organization backed by American taxpayers headquartered quite literally at the U.N. Capital Development Fund. Uh, and governments all over the world were involved in this. They had governments from Africa, South America, Asia. Uh, they were all founding members of the alliance. It was started by uh, the Ford Foundation, some of these other big foundations. Again, the U.N. played a key role. And they actually said very openly and very plainly their goal was to shift away from cash and to electronic payments as part of a digital transition. Now, supposedly nobody knew COVID was coming, right? The Rockefeller Foundation imagined the lockstep scenario two years before, but supposedly um, nobody knew COVID was coming. This was just, hey, it's going to be great to have digital payments. That's what they said. Now, uh, since then, the list of nations that have actually gone ahead and banned 
cash transactions over a certain level. Uh, it is growing very rapidly. Israel, Nigeria, Cyprus, Greece, and many, many others are already imposing draconian limits on the use of cash. In fact, uh, just this last summer, the uh, regime in Qatar adopted a ban on cash transactions uh, above about $13,500. So you can't buy uh, a decent car for cash. You can't buy uh, all sorts of things for cash. And um, they actually had just finished announcing uh, one of their major financial firms, Skip Cash, that the nation was ready to become a cashless society. So, uh, you know, the World Economic Forum has been a major proponent of this. Uh, actually, on September 22nd, they ran uh, an article on their website, uh, How Japan is Moving Toward a Cashless Society with Digital Salary Payments. Uh, it's all about this government program that's going to accelerate the end of cash by encouraging uh, employers to pay their employees in digital currency. Uh, now, central banks all over the world are working on this uh, major, major push for a central bank digital currency. And of course, it's all being coordinated. But uh, before we get to that, I mean, th this agenda has been in place for a while, even in the U.S. Congress uh, during the COVID crisis. We actually uh, talked about this right here on this show. Um, two times the Democrats tried to stick digital dollars and digital wallets into the COVID stimulus bills. They wanted you to get your stimulus money in the form of a digital payment. Now, this was stripped out of the bills before they were passed, but the word was out there. They planned to uh, basically move toward digital cash. Uh, now, uh, the filmmaker, Aaron Russo, who actually was a good friend of uh, a key member of the Rockefeller dynasty before he passed away, uh, said that eventually the goal was to get all the money on chips. Uh, I want to show you this little uh, clip. The whole, the, the whole agenda is to create a one world government where everybody has an, R, R, an RFID chip implanted in them. All money is to be... Um, in those chips, right? There'll be no more cash. And this is giving me straight from Rockefeller himself. This is what they want to accomplish. And all money will be in your chips. And so any so not, instead of having cash, anytime you have money in your in your in your chip, they can take out whatever they want to take out whenever they want to. If they say you owe us this much money in taxes, they just deduct it out of your chip digitally. Total control. Total control. And if you're like me or you and you're protesting what they're doing, they can just turn off your chip and you have nothing. You can't buy food. You can't do anything. It's total control of the people. So there you go, folks. That is really the ultimate uh, agenda. That is where they are going. And uh, now this is being sold as a tool of convenience. It's being sold as a tool for safety. It's going to make life easier. Supposedly it's going to end poverty, which I never quite explained how that is happening. But the real agenda has actually been explained by the institution that is coordinating this whole shift into digital currencies. I want to show you uh, an individual who actually uh, manages the Bank for International Settlements because he speaks pretty plainly about what they are doing here. So his name is Agustin Carstens. He's the general manager at the Bank for International Settlements. And listen very carefully to what he says here about CBDCs. Now, in order to our analysis on CBDC, in particular for the use of general, to the general use, uh, we tend to establish the equivalence with cash. Uh, and there is a huge difference there. Uh, for example, in cash, uh, we don't know, for example, who is using a $100 bill today. We don't know who is using a 1,000 peso bill today. Uh, a key difference in, with the CBDC is that central bank will have absolute control 
on the rules and regulations that will determine the use of that uh, expression of central bank liability. And also, we will have the technology to enforce that. Those, are, those two issues are extremely important, and that makes a huge difference with respect to what, uh, to what cash is. The agenda is not convenience, it's not happiness, it's not safety, it is control, as he explained very clearly. Folks, you need to understand that is what's going on here. This is about control. They want to be able to program these currencies. They want to be able to turn you off at a whim. And they want to make it so that you cannot participate in society if you don't do everything that they say. You don't want to take the vaccine? Fine, we'll turn off your digital CBDC wallet. You don't want to have a, a vaccine passport? Well, you need that for your digital CBDCs to be able to go grocery shopping. Now, the Bank for International Settlements, which is coordinating this, you just saw Mr. Agustin talking about the main agenda here. This is actually the apex of the international globalist system, according to one of the leading globalists himself. Uh, Tragedy and Hope author Carol Quigley, Bill Clinton's mentor. I heard that call clarified by a professor named Carol Quigley. In his book, Tragedy and Hope, uh, he, he actually says he agrees with this agenda that they're working on. Uh, he says the, the, the agenda, and he outlines it in his book like this, the powers of financial capitalism at another far-reaching aim, nothing less than to create a world system of financial control in private hands, able to dominate the political system of each country and the economy of the world as a whole. And again, he says he mostly agrees with their agenda. He just doesn't think that they should be secret. Uh, he goes on to say then how this is going to be run. He says the system was to be controlled in a feudalist fashion by the central banks of the world acting in concert by secret meetings and conferences. The apex of the system, he says, was to be the Bank for International Settlements in Basel, Switzerland, a private bank owned and controlled by the world's central banks, which were themselves private corporations. So there you have it, folks. The Bank for International Settlements, even though you never hear about this in the news hardly, uh, is the apex of this neo-feudalist system. When uh, the World Economic Forum says, you will own nothing, but you will be happy, we're talking about feudalism here. You will own nothing. In fact, on the very next thing, they say you have to rent everything, just like feudalist serfs did. right? And so as cash is demonized, as, as cash is sidelined, uh, we're now rapidly, all the central banks of the world, coordinated by the Bank for International Settlements, are moving to the CBDCs. Uh, the European Central Bank, the People's Bank of China, the Bank of Japan, the Bank of England, they have all been working on these schemes. We've been telling you about it. Very few others have. Uh, even central banks of uh, very insignificant nations have been telling you this. Now, in October, the Bank for International Settlements actually announced that it had completed its CBDC pilot program to promote multi-currency cross-border payments. Uh, this was after the BIS Innovation Hub created strategic partnerships with the Federal Reserve and other central banks around the world to move this agenda forward. Now, the Biden administration has uh, dutifully complied. Uh, on March 9th, uh, Biden put out this executive order and... Um, I'll just read a, a couple pieces of it. I said, my administration places the highest urgency on research and development efforts into the potential design and deployment options of a United States central bank digital currency. Okay, that was executive order 14067 on the responsible development of digital assets. Uh, right after that order, the White House released this bizarre document uh, outlining its policy objectives for a U.S. central bank digital currency, and they said it should be efficient and flexible and secure. They said it should facilitate transactions with the global financial system. 
It also should advance, according to the document, racial equity and environmental priorities. So maybe we just program it to make sure that you don't exceed your carbon dioxide emissions allowance so that you don't eat more than two pounds of beef per month to be reduced gradually over time so that you don't buy any ammunition, right? Uh, this is where this is going, folks. They are planning to radically re-engineer society through social engineering brought about through the use of programmable digital currencies. Now, the U.S. Treasury picked up this theme and they actually set up a working group, an interagency working group that, according to the Treasury Department, will consider the potential implications of a U.S. CBDC leverage cross-government technical expertise and share information with partners. Uh, they said it would take potentially years to roll out, but they're working on it. In fact, the Federal Reserve has been exploring a Fed coin since long before the COVID crisis hit. Now, in recent news, uh, this is really more relevant than ever now, we had the FTX collapse, right? This uh, wackadoodle uh, Sam Bankman Fry, what, what kind of name is that? Uh, Bankman, uh, Mr. Bankman, stole a bunch of money sent it all to Democrats, rhinos, and bought some nice luxury properties in the Bahamas. And now what a perfect pretext to cancel or regulate out of existence all non-central bank digital currency, digital currencies, right? There can be no competition to the CBDCs. So in light of this uh, FTX collapse, uh, we actually have, and they're openly saying this now, uh, an effort to crush and regulate out of existence cryptocurrencies. So uh, the European Central Bank, they actually just put out a blog post on November 30th called Bitcoin's Last Stand. And uh, they are saying that we need global lawmakers to work on clear guidelines and regulations for cryptocurrencies. Uh, they believe that Bitcoin and these others are a danger, a threat. All right, folks, uh, here's some other uh, news items. I just want to show you some headlines. This is all, I just looked real quick on um, uh, the, what was going on in the news. And here's what we've got. New York Fed launches digital dollar pilot program with big banks. They've got nine U.S. financial institutions, Citibank, Wells Fargo, MasterCard, all joining with the Federal Reserve Bank of New York to work on this digital dollar. Uh, you've got the National Bank of Ukraine, right? They literally don't even have lights on in Ukraine right now. Uh, the Russians have bombed their power plants, and yet somehow they found time to promote a digital currency. Uh, it says uh, in this news report here, the National Bank of Ukraine recently laid out its vision for the e-hirvina. E-hirvina is the central bank digital currency version of its native currency, the hirvina. Um, the uh, head, or the deputy chairman of the central bank there says the CBDC would help ensure economic security and strengthen Ukraine's monetary sovereignty. It would also strengthen the national bank's ability to maintain prices and financial stability as a guarantee of sustainable economic growth. Now, the idiocy, the preposterousness, is that a word, of this is uh, beyond anything you can imagine. Uh, we we have literally a country that is in darkness right now where the uh, energy infrastructure has been bombed. And they're saying, hey, let's have a digital currency. I mean, what could be more insane than that? Obviously, this is for uh, consumption overseas. Meanwhile, over in Indonesia, Indonesia's central bank announced this week Plans for a digital rupiah currency that will use blockchain technology as the country sees a boom in its digital transactions. That's from Reuters. Uh, CoinGeek says African central banks are exploring the use of a central bank digital currency for cross-border payments in the region. In a meeting hosted in Kenya, 13 national and regional central banks discussed possible collaborations on cross-border CBDC. Unbelievable, folks. Uh, Susan Collins, president of the Central Bank of Boston, uh, is working now on Project Hamilton, an initiative to develop a central bank digital currency. Now, members of Congress are a little bit upset about this. Uh, Representative Emmer is uh, 
crying foul here. So we'll see what happens with that. But France and Luxembourg test CBDC for 100 million euro bond issue. They said the Venus Initiative is the latest attempt to use digital representations of money for financial market settlements. Over in Japan, Japan kicks off central bank digital currency experiment. The Nikkei reported Wednesday that the Bank of Japan has started working on a CBDC with three mega banks. Okay, this is all in the news right now. So folks, what you need to understand here is they are trying to enslave humanity. And this digital prison that they are building all around us, as Klaus Schwab talks about the fusion of our digital and biological identities, is not going to be just a digital prison. This is really the creation of open air concentration camps where everything you do everywhere you go is monitored, is controlled. Your digital ID doesn't give you access to that grocery store. Your central bank digital currency has been turned off because you are a dissident. Your life is over. Will that happen tomorrow? No, right? But they take step after step after step. When people get alarmed, they take a step back. And then as soon as people calm down again, they take two more steps forward. So, folks, we have got to resist this agenda. Uh, if you can, use cash as much as possible everywhere. Refuse to do business with businesses that do not accept cash. Call your congressman. Tell them you are not okay with this agenda. We have to figure out a way to stop this because this means quite literally the end of freedom and the end of privacy. I'm Alex Newman. This is Behind the Deep State for the New American Magazine. Thank you for tuning in. Go to thenewamerican.com. Get access to all of our great articles and videos and interviews. Please share them out, folks. Uh, the Google algorithms are rigged against us. The YouTube algorithms are rigged against us. It is a conspiracy. So we need your help to get the information out. Thanks again. Until next time, God bless you all. You remember when everyone bought all the toilet paper? And they wanted me to wear these things? And someone invested a lot of money into this stuff. There's just too much baloney out there. At The New American, they cut through the baloney and give me the truth. Being informed is important, but being informed with the truth is essential. Visit thenewamerican.com for news you can trust.